0: What it takes Just make believe No one believes Good morning, everybody. It's Friday. We made it. We made it through the rest of the, well, we made it through the week. So much to talk about here on a Friday morning. Let's get going on it. The lead brought to you by Pint and Plow. It's just fussing with you, isn't it? It's just fussing with you. Texas Hill Country Advisors. K-Pub, Safe, Reliable, and Yours. Peterson Health. And Kerr County Abstract and Title. Also, Shriner University. Eurotex. Kerrville Pets Alive. And the good folks over at Amber Thomason State Farm get the Amber Rate. All right, good morning everybody. I'm Louis Amestoy. This is the lead live on a Friday morning. Jacqueline Medes is here again. Now that you've you've fix your microphone how are you
1: (laughs) i'm wonderful you know i forgot to tell you and
0: i and i i don't always remember these things but we had kids in here the other day tybee kids uh unattended and they were over here messing with the stuff right and i came over (laughs) and i was like what are you guys doing and they were they were they, they they were very apologetic and i said uh you guys can play with the stuff i go but let me show you how it works so then I came back like 5 minutes later and they were all there was like a boy and three girls and they all had headphones on they were all talking on the microphones cuz they could listen to each <laughs> yeah. other talk and um you know and so if you want to hear what your voice sounds like John John Sawyer's here as well he may be in focus I think he's sort of out of focus here John how are you this morning
2: I'm doing fantastic <laughs> yeah, thank doing, you for having me I'm you excited a, You know what yeah. someone was
0: asking me uh someone was asking me if there was if there was so, I knew of somebody who had a good voiceover voice I think John qualifies
2: no. Okay. all right. There, there he goes. There so we, we have indeed. a second career in the making.
0: <laughs> yeah. There he goes. Yeah. This is John Sawyer from <laughs> Century Twenty One, The Hills. Relative. WKRP. There, exactly. See, there you go. You're there dating you yourself now. <laughs> yeah. Johnny <laughs> Fever just died, by the way. Uh, Howard Hessman, uh, mm-hmm. who was, who was the great Johnny Fever on WKRP. That's probably not a show you watched in uh, in the greater London area.
1: No, we used to watch Starsky and Hutch and Dallas <coughs> and all those John Wayne and the cowboy movies yeah. and I remember those. <laughs> that
0: was
2: a good one. My <laughs> daughter-in-law didn't I know,
0: know. Uh, she, when we t- I took my daughter-in-law to the Alamo, she's like uh, um, uh, she goes, what, what is this again? And then I'm like the Alamo. It's where John Wayne died. Oh my gosh, <laughs> really? I'm like, no, 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 sweetheart, no, it's not. Uh, welcome to the show. Uh, we've got uh, John Sawyer here from Century Twenty One The Hills Realty. He's going to ta- tell us about an exciting event. I'm looking forward to it. Actually, at Trine University next month. Um, getting ahead of us a little early, but uh, I think it's worth our, worth our while. Um, by the way, the Hill Country Charity Ball is almost sold out, and I got to text Allison Boucher because I need to get my tickets for the charity ball. I said I would, mm-hmm. would buy some tickets this year, uh, other than the freeloading like I did last year. So, uh, the charity ball
2: is where everyone gets dressed up. And that sounds nice. It, it's very nice.
1: Like long ball gowns. Oh,
2: like yeah, yeah. Yeah. Have you been, John? you been. No, I don't own any long ball gowns, unfortunately. Right. But, <laughs> but you might go with a tuxedo your wife, maybe but, yeah, right? A tuxedo. Well, that, yeah, that yeah, makes more sense. Right, tuxedo. No, we we've sponsored in the past, and mm-hmm. for, we do a lot of events. We sponsor a lot of events. Unfortunately, have not made it to that one, but it is on my bucket list. All right. Hey. right.
0: Um. Yeah. So they're almost sold out. By the way, uh, they had like almost 700 people last year, because it was delayed because of COVID, um, and. And that was uh, – so So people were just anxious to get back out to it. Of course, it happened uh, – they had it in August as we were kind of dealing with the Delta variant. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was coming in, and it, we had a little spike. And But it was a great event and a uh, great cause. They're going to support Arcadia Live this year as um, is their is benefactor. They raised more than $150,000 last year for the Hill Country Youth events – or Hill Country Youth Ranch, not the event center. It's at the event center. Um, there's some good stories there too by the way. I I would love to dig into those. There's mm-hmm. some off the record stories there about that event that I <laughs> love <laughs> to talk about about social social stuff. Yesterday uh Jacqueline and John and I were all at the uh, Hill Country uh, Economic Forum. Yes. Uh John, what was your thoughts on that? Give me give me your update on that. What do what do you think?
2: Uh, yeah, no, I thought there was really great information. I thought the panels were very informative. Um, I loved the presentation by uh, Dr. Torres, I actually had the opportunity mm, yeah. of seeing him a couple months ago in San Antonio mm. at another event. And, um, you know, I, I think a lot of what they said resonated with what people are seeing here yeah. just anecdotally in, the, in our community. Um, you know, the rising prices of construction costs, the rising prices of homes, the limited inventory, um, you know, and then just the need for for the city and the community to become really creative in the way that we solve these problems. Lewis and I were talking about, about it a little bit before I got here. And um, just you know, trying to find ways to, you know, build a solid foundation, infrastructure for the community to grow on naturally, um, and and I think the city's done a tremendous job of laying out a plan. I know they've got a lot of work ahead of them, but um, right. th- they're working very hard and they're very thoughtful about their approach. And so I think Kerville um, is on the map. We have an identity. People are yeah, to I can see, see that us, right. Mm-hmm. And people want to live here right. and we're a little bit of a, a shooting star <laughs> and i think people are trying to catch on to the tail um so yeah but there's definitely
1: momentum Oh I can really feel the momentum there's definitely momentum for sure and the more that can get out there um, I think the better it is and people hear about it because that's word of mouth travels so much faster and everyone likes to know did you hear about this Mm -hmm. and you know what this is going on and do you know we need to go to this venue today we need to hear this music we need to go to this expo and this is what's going on and then when that momentum gets created I mean it's like wildfire it starts moving so quickly
0: yeah absolutely and that's One of the things that there is this momentum here, and the only thing holding back, holding us back, is the fact there's really no place for anybody to live. You know, (laughs) I know
1: that's a real problem. (laughs) And 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 and
0: John and I were talking about this too. You know, on the backside of this was that, you know, we're you know, John was born in Texas, but he grew up in uh, California in Santa Cruz, where the average price of house is like two million (laughs) dollars now. You (laughs) know, there's a lot of things in (laughs) like for me, I thought there was some superficial stuff that I, I I I. like I get it, I I'm I'm enthusiastic too. I think Kerrville is awesome, um, but there's some real underlying issues here that we need to we need to address. And like I heard one thing that bothered me about yesterday was that sort of thing. Like oh well, people are going to come back to work, you know? They're they're just they're still out there. Like no, they're not coming back to work. They're gone. They don't they don't exist. This is my this is my this is my my argument with Republicans is that okay? Like the border is a problem. I get it. But what are we doing to ensure that there's probably some people down there who are really desperate? They want to get out of Mexico. They want to come up here and work. So why aren't we down there saying, "Okay, well, let me let, let's let's do a little, let's, let's, let's let's do a skills check"?
3: Mm-hmm. You know, we got that sounds like a
1: really good idea. Yeah, because you know,
0: <laughs> let's let's do, let's figure this out. You know, um, because uh, you know if you've been around people from Mexico or Latin America, they're coming here with purpose. You know, yeah. they're coming here, I mean, yeah, they're going to break the law to get here uh, in some, ca- some cases, but a lot of them are here because they want to be do better for themselves. Well, I know,
1: even in my, my uh, job over in Charlotte mm-hmm. and other areas, I mean, the, c- the crews that I have in the construction clean business that uh-huh. I have, okay. uh, they're, they're amazing. Right. I have the f- most wonderful crews Mm. And they do such good work. I mean, the contractors always say to me, you know, we never have any issue with your crews. We just know. We don't even need to sign off on the sign-off sheets. But They do really, really good work. So I agree with you, Lewis. They come and they really have a purpose. They want to do good. They want to have a skill in a trade. Mm. Those that don't have it want it, and those that have it do really well that's why they're in high demand
0: so that's one of those issues that's out there and and for me and I and I I was so yesterday I was kind of stewing on this a little bit so I went through and I looked at the numbers again and um, there's two issues here that I I brought up in the newsletter today if you're a subscriber Um, and I'm gonna go ahead and break them down for you one uh, is that if you look at the 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 median popular median ages of our community here we are we're skewing older uh, obviously and in the last uh, in the last you know year or so, baby boomers were working longer and harder than any generation before them. Um, that's my dad's group. Those are the people born between 1947 and 1946 and 1966, 65, and um, they were working longer, working into their 70s. And the biggest difference, and, and Dr. Torres hit upon this, was that they mm-hmm. had they were protected financially during the pandemic because their housing values didn't lose, you know, mm. but whereas in 2007, 2008, Oh my gosh. You know, if you, if you, if you, if you, if you were upside, everyone was upside down in their houses at that point. So there was real economic pain during that period. So you couldn't really retire. Well, now you can retire. And the Pew Research Center, which I follow closely, did a study. And I wrote about this previously that, that in the third quarter of last year, three or 4% of all baby boomers just said, I'm out mm. done. You know, mm-hmm. that's the largest generation of people ever, right, in the United States. Mm-hmm. And they just said, I'm out. Okay, so if you apply that metric to, to Texas, to Kerr County, and considering how many baby boomers we have here who are entering the retirement area, uh, it's a significant number of people leaving the workforce. And those are high-end jobs, too, a lot of times. Mm-hmm. And they're not being backfilled. And now the Gen Xers are actually on the cusp of retiring <coughs> uh, because it's 55 and older. And 55 is the, is the leading edge of those of those Gen Xers. So suddenly you take a, in Kerr County it's like it's almost like a thousand people basically left the workforce. Theoretically if the trend is like if the trend is if like it is nationally. And then the other one too uh for you covid people out there if you don't want to hear earmuffs don't put it on but here's the other part of this too is that covid killed a lot of people. Um we know that it killed a lot of people here in Kerrville. Uh it wasn't just all old people. It was people who were in their 50s and their 60s. But the other thing that covid did to folks because such an insidious and nasty virus is that it, it, it provided some, a nice thing called long hauler syndrome. And in July, the Health and Human Services Department d- determined that this is a legitimate disability for a lot of people. Uh, the University of Washington, University of California, Davis and other institutions have studied this and they're, they're saying that I've never heard of that. So when you have covid, it can present long term problems um, um, okay. uh, neurologically yeah. with your heart, this with your lungs, yes. uh, things like that. And um, it's now a disability. And, it is it and so these universities said, look, 30 percent of those people are um, 30 percent of those who didn't didn't who were sickened but didn't require hospitalization probably have some long-term effect from Mm COVID-19 okay 10,000 people have had COVID-19 in 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 Kirk County so you take that out of there you're like well how many of those people actually are disabled these are things we just don't know about at this point so those are two other big factors there as well one and then Gil I so I ran this by Gil Salinas last night and he says well uh, you're not wrong COVID threw us for a loop and uh two um He's also, too, he's like, we also have a declining birth rate here in the United States as well. We're having less less children. So that's another another issue uh, that's out there. So Gil's message has been one of sort of caution. He's like, look, you know, the deal with us is um, um, that we, we w- our biggest issue in, in Kerr County, though, too, is that people want to come here no matter what, mm-hmm. and they can't find a place to live. And they can't find. We need rooftops. We need we need housing. Um, we need all of these things because we're gonna. And, and what's gonna, what's gonna put pressure on is those service industry because there's no employees. You know, and I'm looking at these places that are opening right now. And we're talking about this off this off off the air. You know, like Duncan and some of these other places that just open up. You know. Kind of low wage entry level jobs. Like who's going to work those jobs? Starbucks is not even open half the time because they don't have enough employees. You know, mm. so mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's crazy what's going on here right now. But that was so I felt like there was sort of some superficiality in yesterday's summit, and I, I get the rah rah stuff, but you know, like when you're trying to sell me on on coming to Texas and like, oh yeah, we have no uh, state income tax. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you have pretty significant. Property tax burdens here. And by the way, here in Kerr County, you're going to be asked to pass bonds in Ingram, in the county, and in Kerrville. Um, so your property taxes will go up. Um, and that's the only way they have to, to fund these, these things. So these are some of the challenges. And this is why John has come on. He's going to solve all of our <laughs> so problems. We need for to us. hear all oh boy, the yeah. solutions.
1: You uh, are going to be Mr. Fix It. Hey, today. <laughs> by the way, uh,
0: John is, has affirmed to me that he is not a vampire. I see. Yeah. Yes. We were not. you
1: ever a vampire?
0: I have never <laughs> been a <laughs> vampire. Right. Cuz you know, it, 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 do you ever the movie, you remember the movie Lost Boys with Kiefer Sutherland? You remember that movie? No. You, really? No? You don't remember Lost Boys? Jason Patrick, <laughs> Kiefer Sutherland, Kristen Hedger's got you you remember, right? Sure. Yeah. I thought you were wearing a Wu Tang Clan uh shirt there for a minute there. No, no, it's uh oil. Well, oh, oh <laughs> wow. There's a oil That's company. It's pretty good too. That's um <laughs> Yeah, you never saw that, huh? I didn't. It took place in...
1: Sounds like a crime. Uh,
0: <laughs> it is? I can't believe... It. I, I, you're an 80s kid. You never saw that movie? Oh, no. my gosh. Oh, my gosh.
1: I was probably in Greece doing some Greek dancing. There you go.
0: Um, it, it takes place in Santa Cruz. I see. And it's vampires. Uh-huh. And. Uh, it's it not The ha- Walking Dead. No, no. It's, it's, one of the, it's one of the best horror movies out there. Uh-huh. You know, it has a great ending too. I'll
1: take your word for it. <laughs> uh, Kiefer
0: Sutherland's in it. Uh, I mean, Corey, Corey I Haim like was in Corey it. Corey Haim was in it. Yeah. Corey Feldman was Corey in Feldman, it. Feldman. Yeah. Right. Uh, the, the dad from uh, the dad from Gilmore Girls, uh, Diane Weist. Hmm. At least one Academy Award winner was in that movie. Come on now. I, Come on.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what to say? I like Kiefer. Th- Kiefer. 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 Kiefer, 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 Sutherland.
0: Yeah, he's the main van. He's he's the he's the big baddie. He, <laughs> right? Yeah, I yeah. can imagine him. Too. But it takes place on the boardwalk of Santa Cruz, oh. and the boardwalk of Santa Cruz is very cool, very old, historic. Mm-hmm. They have a great ride on there called the uh, Giant Dipper, which is an old wooden roller coaster. Right. Oh,
2: uh, those uh, are fun. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, so Santa
0: Cruz is like one of the more uh, it's it's just it's just cool. It's a cool place. So it is. I love yeah. Southern California. Yep. It's just such oh a no, great this safe. is not Southern California. You don't want to go in the water there. It's you freeze to death, <laughs> <laughs> or yeah. get eaten by a great white. Eaten by oh a great yeah. white, yeah. Oh. or an otter. Or they or have an otter. there's lo- there's a lot of otters Those there, are there now. Sweet. No like no, was they're was vicious they killers.
2: Did. Okay then.
0: <laughs> they're vicious 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 animals. So. They hunt in packs and stuff like that. They're actually they're kind of awesome. But, but they
1: make them look so sweet, like you want to go up and hug them, yeah. you know? <laughs> and then they bite the hell out of you. And then they bite you. Yeah,
0: okay. right. Right. Uh, when you were in Santa Cruz, did you ever get to go to Pebble Beach?
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah, actually, I, I never played Pebble, yeah. but I did go to the the AT&T Pro-Am that I yeah. held, held yeah. every yeah. year. So yeah. my wife and I had tickets, and we'd go walk around and watch the golfers. Um, my in-laws uh, did live in Carmel by the Sea oh, wow. for That's a few years there. before mm-hmm. moving to, to Texas. So they cashed out. They were smart. Oh yeah, they were very smart. Yeah, very very entrepreneurial. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, father in laws a builder. Mother-in-law's got a sales and marketing background. So oh. they did. They, they put it together the right mm-hmm. way and mm-hmm. and uh, and got out just in time. But mm-hmm. they had a view of Pebble from their front. Mm-hmm. Door. Did
0: they uh, did they vote for Clint Eastwood for mayor of Carmel?
2: Who didn't? Oh, well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, right. Who wouldn't vote right. for Clint Eastwood? You want right. him coming to your door? No,
0: <laughs> no, absolutely not. Because mm. he can handle himself. I mean, he's a big guy.
1: Like that movie, shoot him up,
0: right? Right. Hang him high. Hang him high. Right. Hang him high. <laughs> Clint Eastwood is one of the. Uh, Clint Eastwood one of my favorite actors of all time. One because cool. he, he did a, he did movies with he did westerns and he did mm. movies with orangutans. Yes.
1: <laughs> Two <laughs> and nuns. He did The Nuns, too. He did
0: The Nuns. Uh, and then two, uh, that's right. That's right. He did The Nuns, yes. right. And then... World uh, Scope. Uh, he also <laughs> did uh, <laughs> The Bridges of Madison County. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you want that kind of stuff. And then his directorial stuff, which is like, he just kept getting better and better as he yeah. got older. I mean, he's like yeah. 145 years old now, and he's yeah. still directing movies. So well, for him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, John, though, uh, is here with talking about ranches and farms farm and ranch event it's tell us more about this yes. event though we're this excited is exciting,
2: yeah. yeah well we're very excited too and first of all thank you for having me this morning it's a great opportunity mm-hmm. for for uh, century 21 the hills realty mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. shameless plug there yes. to all talk right. a little bit rah, rah. about what we're doing <laughs> yes so <clears throat> about i don't know maybe a year ago we were meeting with our farm and ranch division we were talking about ways that we could add value to the services that we provide to landowners, ranch owners mm-hmm. um, And so we started kicking around just different things that we could do, offering Mm -hmm. you know, different services and supplies and things of that nature. And somebody came up with the idea of doing an exposition. And it's similar to like the economic summit you've seen here or the Mm -hmm. cowpoke and land (laughs) folk event that they they hold annually, but it's a little bit different. So this is geared. It's an event which will be held on Saturday, April 2nd from 9 to 4 PM at Schreiner University. It's free and open to the public. And we have six, one, two, three, four, seven Mm. uh, state and national level speakers coming in. They're going to be talking about topics such as water rights. In Mm -hmm. fact, we have the preeminent water water rights expert, Charles Mm. Porter, uh, who writes a lot of water rights uh, books. Uh, He's going to be presenting Plateau Wildlife Management. Uh, James Bradbury is an attorney out of Austin. He's going to be talking about fence law. Mm. We have somebody coming to talk about loss mitigation. Um, We have... Uh, members of Texas Parks and Wildlife uh, coming to talk about wildlife management um, mm-hmm. AG exemptions for those who want to reduce their their tax burden learning about how to make their properties AG exempt um, in order to take advantage of the tax valuation the, the lowering rates um, and then we also have a gentleman uh, who's going to be talking about ranch economics what it costs to buy exotics what mm-hmm. it costs to feed them what it costs to sell mm-hmm. them and how to generate income off of your property. Mm-hmm. So we're going to be talking about a host of diff- of topics. We're super excited. Um, we're taking 100 RSVPs, and beyond that, anybody's welcome to come. But the but the first 100 to RSVP get uh, complimentary lunch, premium seating, and an opportunity to be entered into uh, a grand prize winning or drawing. Uh, so we have some gift cards to give away and some fun things like that. We're also going to have somewhere around 18 table sponsors. These sponsors are going to be farm and ranch. Um, types of businesses, you know, water and catchment systems, fencing companies, um, you know, people and companies like that. So we'll ha- they'll have tables set up so they can talk to the visitors about mm-hmm. the services that they offer. Mm-hmm and then uh it is i do need to mention i want to mention that Mm -hmm. we have been blessed to be sponsored by some really great local companies so jk bernhardt construction and steel frame solutions is our title sponsor Mm. the creek boutique in ingram is our presenter sponsor and then our Mm. lunch sponsor is capital farm credit Mm -hmm. and they have been fantastic in supporting us we wouldn't be able to do this without the help of our sponsors Mm -hmm. and of course our agents right um we have in my opinion, the best agents in the world. Of course, a lot of, of people feel that way. But <laughs> you have to fight me for it. Well, between our five offices, mm-hmm. uh, we have about 150 agents. Okay. So we span from Hunt all the way to San Antonio. Oh. We cover residential, commercial, luxury, mm-hmm. farm and ranch, mm-hmm. and, and every everything and anything in between. Mm. Um, I do want to also mention that the evening before this event, we are hosting the First Friday Wine Share for those wine drinkers out there <laughs> texas hill country wine drinkers uh we will be hosting that event we're going to have a, a live band the great trumpet if you haven't seen them they're pretty awesome
0: they're playing here at pine plot by the way on uh sunday oh excellent! Yes. yeah so uh yeah keep an eye on that one yeah
2: i saw them at basement brewers and i know they played a lot of the different venues in town oddly enough i don't think they actually have a trumpet in their band but they do <laughs> play the washboard and a steel guitar so you had me there um so we'll yeah they're pretty good Oh, yeah, Yeah. they're fun. They're great. Mm -hmm. So the night before the event will be open for the members of the uh, whoever attends the wine share. They want to go go into the venue and take a look at all the booths being set up. Everything will be ready. So you can take a look and get kind of a preview. Um, we're hoping to have a couple hundred people come out. Mm -hmm. Like I said, it's free and open. You don't have to register if you don't want to, you can come and go. There will be a schedule of events coming out in the next couple of weeks. So you can decide who you want to see and who you don't want to see and, uh, or stay for the whole thing. So it's going to be a, a a great time. We're super excited. Um, you can register by going to our website at century21thehills.com. And there's an RSVP. Uh, There's a page that will pop up, and you Mm -hmm. can RSVP from there, or just show up. Saturday, April 2nd, Mm -hmm. 9 to 4 p.m., Shriner University. Um, There will be signs that will lead you to to the venue. And
1: all those topics which you've just explained are so imperative to a buyer that's wanting to buy that. Because you came up with doing this expo, is that because you've seen a rise in clients that want to actually buy farm and ranch right now
2: right actually people that
1: are coming in from like California which we heard yesterday and Colorado Mm -hmm. and other areas probably they think of texas and they think well texas ranch (laughs) that's right yeah
2: no it's sort of synonymous right yeah um yeah that's definitely a a huge element Mm. so one of the things one of our our farm and ranch agents has told me on a number of occasions and Mm. and i and i've remembered this that a lot of people come in they buy land and then they have this vision for what they want to do with it right so they'll come in and they'll clear all the cedar overnight gotcha well i've been told And I believe this, that's not a good thing to do Mm. immediately. (laughs) You can slowly remove cedar, but when you do it quickly like that, you erode Mm. the ground. You will change the the flow and direction of water. It will have an impact on your property. Mm. A lot of people don't know that. I'm sure. Right? Or they just say, I'm going to let everything go back to wild. You know, if it's been managed in the It already past. is
0: wild. Yeah. <laughs>
2: well I'm sure they're
1: coming over and they think yeah. as you said this is a great idea, let's get a ranch. Mm-hmm. But then they come and they buy yeah. the ranch and then like uh, what do, what do, do we now? do with it? Yeah. <laughs> and do how I do, do we how do we manage it? So I think those topics that you yeah. are going to be presenting is incredible because that will give them the tools to be able to know exactly what they should do yeah. and also expand their own visions for their property.
2: Right. Oh yeah, absolutely. It'll give them the tools that they need to yeah. make the best decisions possible for yeah. their type of property. Yeah. You know, whether they've got three acres or they've yeah. got 3,000 acres, right. you know, those all require different levels of, you know, commitment. Right. And they all have different needs. And depending on the type of property you have, whether mm-hmm. it's flat or sloped, you have mm-hmm. rock, mm-hmm. you have caliche, you have cedar, you don't have cedar, you have wildlife, you don't have wildlife. So, you know, there's a lot of elements to it. And you don't know what you don't know. So we're hoping to, you know, Do you have people. a lot
1: of uh, that on your listings right now
2: well we there's not a lot of listings in general as as we know know. right right Right. um but we do a lot of farm and ranch business we have fantastic uh farm and ranch agents Mm -hmm. who are very uh very knowledgeable Mm um we have agents who have actually who own their own ranches currently manage their own Mm -hmm. ranches are experts in you know herd management Mm -hmm. wildlife management Mm -hmm. so yeah we've We've, we've got the agents. Mm-hmm. We don't quite have the inventory because nobody's got the inventory right now. I know. But when the inventory comes, yeah. we're going to be ready. I've got to
0: apologize a- to the viewers real quick. Uh, for whatever reason, <laughs> I was trying to fix something on the show real quick, and, and my Godzilla video all of a sudden popped up. So John's <laughs> not talking about Godzilla and King Kong. <laughs> it just popped up. Uh, sorry, everybody. It's Friday. <laughs> it's Friday. It's Friday. Continue on. I'm sorry. And, and so no, if I,
1: I was a buyer coming in from a different state, for example yeah. – Um, What is considered a ranch? How many acres, for example, would be considered? For someone that doesn't know, is it like... One acre, obviously,
2: probably not. Yeah. But is
1: it five acres, ten acres, a hundred acres? Where does it start and qualify to be a ranch?
2: Well, that is a very good question, one that I don't have a solid answer <laughs> and for. And
0: Jacqueline's super rich. You should see the <laughs> truck she drives. Yeah. So she
2: needs an answer. She needs
1: spend. I have a monster truck right now right. being led to me. She has a ranch
0: truck like you wouldn't believe. <laughs>
1: it can go through anything. Yeah. <laughs> well,
2: so typically a ranch is going to be something that's going to be income-producing or you're going to have some business running out of it, right? So wildlife um or some sort of agricultural you know yeah. land is just the plot the yeah. space right yeah. so and they, they both have different needs but <laughs> you could have a 50 acre working ranch no problem yeah. it's just going to be a smaller working ranch you might be a dairy ranch versus yeah. you know cattle needs a lot more room especially around here because there's not a lot of grass because i
1: was in um heb yesterday ran into some gentleman who actually manages a ranch for a he's a celebrity in San mm-hmm. Antonio. Well he has four thousand acres. <laughs> yeah. So that's I, a ranch. I, so, that's yeah, a no, ranch. That's what a I'm ranch. saying. So I was kind of trying to right. think, well, I wonder where where it starts. You know, how many acres does it have to be? It or? depends
2: <laughs> on how much how how, how how much you want to um impress people. If I had one acre and a cat on it, I might tell people I had a ranch. <laughs> As long right. as they never get a ch- I mean, what do they know, right? I have yeah. a ranch, but no, yeah. Typically, it's going to be something that is, you know, has has as a an agricultural or um, you know some sort of a, an animal product on it. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: this is, and, and and I think a lot of these issues too, like you know, fencing and mm. water. I mean, these are huge issues for yeah. anyone to get get to get to as well. Mm. Huge. Y- you know, when you look at um, who's coming to look for these, is it is it is it Texans? Is it people from out of state? I mean, what are what are you seeing?
2: In, Uh, larger ranches typically are going to be Texans Mm -hmm. or people who have come from other ranches, you know, who are looking to maybe do a 1031 exchange. Oh yeah. 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 And for those, the viewers who aren't familiar with that, it allows you to sell a property to buy a similar like kind property and roll the proceeds into that. that. You know, it has some Mm -hmm. tax, you know, tax benefits, Um, you know, smaller properties, you know, you're going to see people coming from out of the area just Mm -hmm. because it's a little bit more manageable. Mm -hmm. I mean, you got to know what you're doing, but we do see a lot of people, a lot of Texans buying ranches, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. A lot of Texans. I mean, there's there's a, there's also that thing too where we were talking about this before. Like, you go into Texas, right? There's rural Texas and there's urban Texas. You know, yeah. and urban Texas is going crazy. Mm-hmm. Now people are like, mm-hmm. "Peace out, I'm out of here," you know. And <laughs> so you have that divide. And people are like, "That's one of the reasons why the hill country is so popular because they can still get land." Mm-hmm. Housing prices are at an all-time high in Austin and Houston, yeah. and and that's where they're coming from, right? Yeah. So they
1: might buy some land and put a little shack on it. Yeah, why not? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's problem, solved, or right? Or
0: they're gonna, they're gonna live in their deer blind. Think yeah.
2: <laughs> <know>. Well, <laughs> that's right. You have recreational that kind of ranches, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. Exactly. A lot of recreational hunting ranches around here, and 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 this event isn't just going to be Kerr County yeah. we're going out to Junction Mason Doss, Uvalde down south to oh, Hondo great. you know San Antonio we're trying to cast a wide net because mm-hmm. you know ranches are every, I've already got RSVPs from people from Florida
1: Really mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: San Antonio mm-hmm. uh, I looked up one the other day and I was surprised it may have been I mean, it was up north. Mm. So mm. people are seeing it, and if they're interested and they're thinking maybe they're a year or two out from buying a property, right. it's a great opportunity yeah. to, to just learn something. Right. And you're going to be able to, to talk with all these people off-site. So if you want to mm. engage these these presenters and speakers, you know, off the platform. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's the
0: way to do it, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Land Absolutely. is
1: such a good investment. Oh, yeah. I mean, you they buy land, you just stick mm-hmm. on it. I mean, I remember, like, my dad always was saying, he bought some land in Greece. And it was by the sea, and <laughs> I right. know, and he sat on wow. it for a long time. Yeah. But I mean, land is land. Yeah, never devalues.
0: No. Just think not. about that. Who was like walking around on that? You know, at some point, you know, uh-huh. right? Yeah, little, 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 little place like that. So yeah, I mean, that's and interesting. that is
1: actually kind of really interesting. That yeah. point because mm-hmm. you you run the historical records and you see oh. There was this on this land, or that yep. on this yeah. land, and then you can kind of really get into it more yep. and more. This you, like, Persian was gold and on this like land, yeah. oil, yeah, or yeah, something right, right, cool <laughs>
0: like that. Right, exactly. <laughs> um, you know, and, and mineral rights. Is there a mineral rights yeah. conversation as, all, as well? So
2: you know that uh, that's important yeah, too. Yeah. So there were a couple topics that we wanted to add to it, but mineral mm-hmm. rights is mm-hmm. a very complex, it complicated is, one, and not much. one that we'd be able to answer in forty-five minutes. No. But We know that we're going to learn a lot from this first event, Mm -hmm. and that would be the type of thing that we would love to have on next year when we do it. Um, There's a couple other topics that we had talked about. Eminent domain, for example, is a big topic in this area. People Mm -hmm. protect their properties.
0: Yeah, eminent domain is one that um, I think conservancy and eminent domain are two big issues that are out there as well. um, And some
1: of those complicated issues, I think you really need to have an attorney involved. Oh, absolutely. Because they are really complicated. Him. Yeah, like don't try said. to do this yourself. No, uh, definitely, you know.
0: Kristen Hedger is being summoned by fans in the uh, in the chat. So Kristen Hedger, Kristen Hedger to the studio, please. <laughs> Kristen Hedger, sit right there. Sit right there. Sit right there next to John. Have you met John yet? John Sawyer, Kristen Hedger?
2: Nice to meet you. I, I, I saw you speak at the Economic yeah. Summit last year. It was very impressed. Wonderful to be here with you. Good to
3: see you.
0: Hi. Kristen, Jacqueline, Jacqueline, Kristen, how are
3: you? Doing, doing well. Yeah, uh, you're
0: doing good. How are you? What's new?
3: Just you know, enjoying this good Texas hill country weather. We're uh, continue to hire at Kildare Mountain Manufacturing, so we're very excited about uh, the 737 uh, wire harnesses that we're sending to our customer. Uh, they're happy, and our team is doing great. So, so.
0: I'm uh, so one of the th- so Kristen Hedger is now with us now as well, and she's she's from North Dakota, but she's from here. Um, so <laughs> she grew up in a ranch, and, but oh. not really. Did you grow up did you grow up on a ranch? Did you have animals and critters and things sure. like that? Sure. Could ride before I could
3: walk. All yeah. right. Oh, that's so cool. So,
0: <laughs> you would be you would be well served to go to John's event on that's in right. April. Hope so. to see you there. Yeah. I have
3: a lot of respect for I was I refer, when you were talking about the costs associated with exo- exotic yeah. game ranching. Yeah. The fences that mm. Oh man. Cuz I yeah. got I dabbled a little bit. I think I had all of 6 head that I saved up mm. to purchase. Yeah. <laughs> um, that I I worked on a homeowner's ranch here in the hill country called Tierra Linda. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I was a wrangler out there. Yeah, no kidding. Really one of the best jobs ever. It was fantastic. But I saved up my money to purchase uh, Santa G- Gertrudis heifers, and I bred them with the Galvey bull. Wow. But I've, I really wanted to get into exotic bison and stuff uh-huh. like that. yeah. Way out of my league price-wise, <laughs> so I have a yeah. lot of respect for that.
0: And yeah. you know what? Uh, I remember one time uh, – actually, this is a, a funny California story. We had a family there that had bison. And they would occasionally get out. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, of course. And they would say, it's really <laughs> push challenging. Push over a back truck. Really challenging to, to wrestle a 2,000-pound yeah, animal. Yeah, they huge. Yeah, so... <laughs> Um, yeah because fence doesn't doesn't do much to stop a, a, no. a deter two two male bison who are wrestling over a woman you know it, it's not going to It doesn't happen. really work that, it doesn't well. work that well. And in
3: the hill country I mean it's it's critical too cuz we've got like odd ads and other exotics oh, yeah. that get out and people you oh, know yeah. don't maintain their fences so anyhow it's just something that I have a unique appreciation Believe for. Believe me.
0: <laughs> I keep I I'm i I have access in my backyard. And um, they're fascinating to watch with a white tail because the white tail kind of wants to square off with them, you know. Sometimes, <laughs> uh, and then and then they realize what? animals got horns that are, you know. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then they wonder back, they go off, <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Anyway, yeah. Uh, Kristen, uh, okay, I know that we had things purpose, but I got to ask you this question because you're an aeronautics person. I asked you this the other day: Is the ghost of Kiev real?
3: I'm going to go ahead and say yes. Let's go with it.
0: Because the story now is that the the, the, the ghost of Kim, for the Ukrainian. this, so this is the uh, MiG-29 it. pilot um, who who apparently shot down six Russian fighters uh, in the first day, uh, which would be the first European ace since World War II, but now apparently he's shot down ten. And there's this, there's this whole thing about who this person is Um is it, is it an active duty person? Is it, it, it I mean, it's just like a crazy story. Is a
1: trick question?
3: Well, no, because Kristen, <laughs> the Kristen
0: North
1: Dakota
3: <laughs> National Guard, no,
0: yeah. former F-16 pilot. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> We've got
3: a few Ukrainians up there. All right. <laughs> yeah, you the do. happy right? hooligans. Right. <laughs> um, We're now flying unmanned, but with, who knows, maybe one came out of retirement. Yeah, but it's it, it's been
0: interesting to kind of watch this air war, uh, you know, take place, and, and, uh. The, the 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 ghost of Kiev is one of those stories, but also the air, unmanned aerials, um, the the missiles that are going through. No, fo- I mean a lot of air, 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 you know, a lot of air power questions are being kind of brought up by this. And I know you have some military, you know,
3: indeed, concerns. and I think it's a an opportunity to evaluate those capability sets mm-hmm. that we've sort of hypothesized about. Yeah. But
0: uh, yeah, it's it's certainly critical, and you know our prayers go out. Yeah, well, it's been a rough a rough time here as well. Um, all kidding aside, though the one of the things that, that's interesting is that so you're actually working. Are you working out of the plant in here in Kerrville, or where, where are you guys working at? Is so
3: we're working at a temporary facility on what's called Cobbler Lane in okay. an industrial park that is here in Kerrville. Yeah, um, we have utilized that space. Uh, it's essentially half the space of what we will obtain right. as soon as we're finished finishing out our eventual uh, forty-four thousand square foot facility that's across the street basically from the airport so yeah. we're looking forward to that but we currently have 22 employees uh as i say shipping finished goods uh now to rent in. we've just obtained all of the necessary quality and qualifications each facility has to have you know it's uh, evaluation from our right. quality metrics and whatnot so aviation has very um demanding Uh, Quality specs and shipping mandates and whatnot. So, so our team has been doing great. Kerrville uh, has just been really knocking it out of the park. Yeah. And so we're hiring right now. Uh, So So we're looking. How's that gone so far? It's it's been going very well. We're very impressed with the workforce here. Oh, great. Uh, Tremendously good uh, morale, Mm -hmm. and it's just a great great team to be with. So we're we're looking at primarily those assembly level jobs for um we need wire harnesses being built and uh it's a it's light manufacturing so it's a very good clean workspace yeah uh good like i say good camaraderie a lot of fun flexible hours that's good, and uh, you know so we're hiring kind of four a week is what we're kind of doing or for every other week. we're trying to look at ensuring good training, yeah, because mm-hmm. it requires we have on the job training, so oh, no, that's really good helpful Yes, yeah, exactly yeah. so what yeah.
0: uh you know did, you know the the conversation was was that you know finding people mm-hmm. to come here is a challenge because the housing situation here one you've you're, you're kind of well aware of as well. Uh, but uh, are you seeing? You're, are you hiring directly from Kerrville, or are you are you trying to attract people from outside of Kerrville?
3: Well, our our primary goal would be to hire people from Kerr County, right. Kerrville, yeah. in this region. Uh, that was something that we had had focused from the outset. Mm-hmm. That having been said, there have been some interest from our from some in our North Dakota team, yeah, mm-hmm. who That's have awesome. uh, relocated here. So it's created a. Kind of a cool blend yeah. right. um, of North Dakotans as well as Texans. But moving forward, I think it will largely The North be Dakotans Texas. are kind of
0: like, oh, they only had one day of freezing rain. We'll, we'll take it.
3: Oh, yeah. yeah. They, they absolutely <laughs> right. are pretty wild about it. I love
1: it. that new businesses that will, are coming here and then trying to get people – Involved, yeah. I think that's so important. It's right. growing and growing—that's part of that momentum that we were talking about. Oh yeah, you know? absolutely. And the
0: absolutely. buzz.
3: And, yeah, and I think it adds to the quality of life it, it as does. well. Yeah. Um, you know, bringing in some different perspectives. Yeah. Um, even you know different cuisines, as we talked about yeah. when I was last on the show. But. Um, yeah, we were
0: talking about the uh, whole, the whole, the whole difference. North Dakota's got some interesting food things, hmm. and they do, they do relate well to uh, what is it? What is the dessert they that? cookin' which Kouken?
3: is actually a. a it's kind of a ukrainian type to right. <laughs> it's a pastry right so it was kind of interesting to see some of those things and then of course to hear the mix of accents on the floor right the so, north dakotan yes. accents yeah. the texans but rule western north dakota is the we, we have three um factories in western north dakota and it's very analogous to, very similar to the hill country mm-hmm. uh in that it's kind of that farm ranch background yeah. and uh so that the culturally similar although uh These ranches are are much different, we don't have quite as many exotics. We've got elk and bighorn sheep, yeah. but uh, yeah. those are heavy regulated right. and not not, uh, not, yeah. not not and not necessarily easy yeah. to find. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. Correct. They just
0: yeah. don't come. In, they don't always come into your yard, you know, uninvited and
3: depends paranoid. on where you
0: are. In The <laughs> yeah. Little Missouri Badlands right. <laughs> they are yeah. present. At least we don't have like moose or something like that, you know.
3: Well, they've started coming down. Yeah, moose. are moose. Yeah, the moose there's moose cool. in Colorado. Yeah. yeah oh yeah. yeah. Love those. Those yeah. big old antlers they have on there. I'm a big moose fan. Yeah. Me
1: too. I love them. They'll kill you in a minute though. They're mean. They can be, but you kind of just say hi from a distance and yeah. leave them alone. Yeah, because it can <laughs> run you down.
0: Yes. Have you ever seen how big those things get? Oh, I know. <laughs> they're, like a, they're, like, they're like a small elephant. Yeah, they are. And they have the temperament of a, of a hippo. So, <laughs> yeah, <you know>, anyway. <laughs> uh, all right, enough of me. Uh, I'm going to go back to my, my corner over here. Uh, Kristen, um, I saw a thing yesterday, by the way, and I didn't know this was a thing. Uh, I, I'm questioning the legality of it, but I saw there's going to be a party boat on your lake.
3: I've heard about this.
0: It's like one of the. It's like the one where you get you drink, but you also have to pedal you the pedal boat. And I oh. and
3: I think I've seen it actually yeah. in operation, right? And I I believe I've heard it. I think that they play pretty good music. It, I, I it think these like things are so you, exciting. I think
1: you really are rooting for that, huh? Well, I you think kind of, I think was sort of
3: surprised by it. It's like <laughs> I kind of am. I think that Nimitz Lake is uh, very underutilized. It's a gorgeous body of water, yeah. Yeah. and you know, I think that that party boat where people are pedaling. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm an advocate of of uh, exercise and whatnot, yeah. and, and certainly <laughs> Well,
1: you've had too many, that's going to be interesting. Well, right? I don't. <laughs> might not be I would imagine
3: that watch there's watch some watch. monitoring on the consumption always, <laughs> because there's no restroom and yeah. stuff on yeah. board. I always
0: look at that too. Like when you're, uh, I mean, I guess maybe you sweat it out. I don't know, but yeah. uh, but it, I, it's it's it's.
3: I mean, you're not contaminating the water, no, right? right? So right. it's not a yeah. it's not a gas powered motor. Yeah, uh, it's clean. It's Pretty fun. I just don't know I don't know
0: about the logistics of drinking and then pedaling. Because I see you see those actually same in Denver. Well they're in Uh, Fredericksburg. They have those bikes. Those little bikes, yeah. You Mm -hmm. pedal around and there's like a bar in the middle of it. At least you're not having to deal with, you know, vehicular traffic. Yes. I' uh, I wonder who thought of that idea. like we're going to have a bar, but you're going to ride bikes. I' said very Jimmy Buffett type of idea, so I
3: mean what? it's kind of nice though, because it's that lake I, I have a condo right across on a, the yeah. street from it, and boats uh, that are either electric or foot powered yeah, right. or paddle driven right. are quiet. Yeah. yeah, and uh, so it's kind of nice to observe. I've seen a lot more sailboats. Yeah, which uh-huh. is kind of fun. So. We we uh,
0: we talked about it. I mean, we need to do it. Um, do a Delane show out on your boat?
3: That would be fantastic on yeah. Bullfeathers. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's that would the be name. Great. I've got an Epon tune named Bullfeathers. Yeah, <laughs> and, it, it's, and awesome.
0: it's it's nice. It's just it's it's nice and stable. It's nice and quiet. Uh, you can have a really good conversation because you're not making a bunch of motorized noise on there as well right um, so yeah we need to do the show out there Clean. When when the, when the weather is a little bit more um uh predictable i guess so so you're
3: gonna have like a hawaiian shirt on or oh yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> no no never, or never. Out. No, no i'll let <laughs> you i
0: you know here's what i'll let you and delane just host the show and i'll just i'll just i'll just watch
3: that sounds fantastic yeah. Yeah, I think any opportunity to promote uh, Nimitz Lake is something that we should pursue. You
0: know, what's interesting is that some people don't know where Nimitz Lake is at. Uh and for for Jacqueline who just moved here, um it's 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 kind of like how would you describe it? It's between Thompson Drive um or that spur there and then where is it in at the at the dam by your by where you where you uh, Guadalupe Street, right? So think about it, that so
3: area. So I would use like restaurant references, yeah. so yeah. I would say it sort of begins, and and I know technically it goes further than this, but yeah. from a boating perspective, mm-hmm. um, like pier twenty seven ish area, yeah, mm-hmm. then down to the dam,
0: down to the dam. Mm-hmm. And All the way up to the lake house too. Uh, yes, lake house. Yeah,
3: but then it starts to get a little bit. There's a lot
0: of um, trees, trees and, and yeah, stuff and right. have stuff.
3: Have so to come you have and to check watch. it out. It sounds lovely. Do you still um, <laughs> invitation? You're welcome. Do you still I'll take I'll give the, you a <laughs> tour? You still, take, you still take the
0: pontoon over to a Pier, uh, Pier 27 and uh, Pier
3: 27. And the boat actually has a dock as well. Yeah. And You know, I kind of hope that um, you know other restaurants and whatnot will kind of follow suit. It's right. r- it's really neat to be able to have that mm-hmm. opportunity to. Mm-hmm. You know, grab a, a burger or a beverage and, yeah. and, and you know, take in good quality life. Well, you see it on the lakes
2: up near Austin, like mm-hmm. uh, LBJ. And, yeah. and yeah. actually, Travis, mm-hmm. you know, you have all those restaurants with the docks and stuff. It's kind of neat to yeah. see people yeah. pulling in, grab a bite, grab a drink, and head back out.
1: Yeah. Mm. I'm uh, coming. I'm coming. All
3: right. I'm looking forward <laughs> to yeah. it. Waco's
0: getting ready to do that uh, to another uh, another extreme as well. They're going to, they're gonna, on the Brazos, they're going to build a new basketball arena for Baylor. But part of that will be more, more riverfront uh, type uh, uh, developments, things like that. So, it's a it's a it's a it's a cool trend, you know. And I think it's like we it's a jewel that we have here in this community that we sometimes forget tremendous
3: about. jewel. And I think it's an actual attribute that it is electric, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. uh, mandate because yeah. it's our city's water source. And a lot of folks say, oh well, that limits what we can drive. Right. Not right. so much. You can have there's electric powered jet skis. There's electric powered. Mm-hmm. I mean, this bull feathers the pontoon <laughs> right. is an outboard motor as well. So it's, it's right, exactly. I think like two or three years. Mm-hmm. It was controversial at first, though. We were getting reported. There was people at Billy Jean's kind of saying, "Hey, there's an outboard motor. It's got to be gas mm-hmm. violation." Right. Wow. I got pulled over by a Texas Game and Fish person and a Did kayak give
1: you a t- water ticket. Or?
3: no, he came <laughs> up. He told me to halt. I was kind of wow. like, "What's this halt?" Mm-hmm. So I pulled over and I said, He said, you can't have gas powered motor. And I said, Well, you see how quiet this is? Come around. And I was trying to be as polite as possible. It's right. yeah. like, Oh, good grief.
0: Yeah, it's electric, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And Come on, he said, man. I've never seen one of those right. before. So really?
3: I think as the awareness rises, Hopefully others will come kind of join it,
0: in. Uh, there's another couple that ha- uh, Lang and uh, Lang uh, and uh, Karen Guerrero, uh, Ker- Karen Guerrero alive Live. They they have an electric pontoon boat too. See, it's, so it's, yeah, it's gonna catch on. Yeah, ah. and you know, I mean, people look at the cost and whatnot, but
3: the overall maintenance is far less. Yeah, um, and like I say, you know, it's something to be said for having a good quiet time. Yeah. Of course, I've got a. Cousin who put in kicker audio enhanced
0: right. stereo system, so <laughs> <laughs> you can I have a no little wine get on it and everything like that. <laughs> but it seems like the it seems like the uh, the the party boat thing is could be a trend we could see here. I, I we could I, start one. I know, but I mean, I, I just <laughs> that, that'll know. be <laughs> the next. He's going to have the next show. We'll be on the party party right. boat. Yeah. We'll yeah. start with both us right. and go to the party we'll boat. So pictures.
2: so uh,
0: at the farm and ranch event, uh, you got to put that out there. Hey, look, you know that's you, right.
2: That would be great. That's very – I mean, that's outdoorsy. Right? right? That still qualifies. Right. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, keep it.
0: talking. I've got I to bring another guest up. Oh, cool.
3: There's beef cattle across the river as well, so you could get a little bit of a ranch perspective. That's true. <laughs> if,
2: if I get the right picture with the right background, that's right. right. Yeah.
3: That's right. right what there. does it cost for one of those? Well, I mean, my pontoon, it's – I mean, you can – Really get some amazing ones. Mine's, I mean, I old, have no clue, so mine's an old eighty two pontoon. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> <laughs> refurbishing it. But it yeah, it's a lot of uh you know, love and, and care that's gone into Do it. Do you have to launch it every time or is there a place for you to dock? No, it? I I dock it uh, actually at the Bistro. Oh really? Um mm, okay. but yeah, there's two huh. ramps to my knowledge. Actually I believe there's three. Two that are easily accessible from mm-hmm. Junction Highway, one mm-hmm. near Chili's. Yep and then the other near the lake house. Yep. Mm. So that's pretty convenient. Yeah, mm. for sure. Very easy mm-hmm. to leave. The only thing with the Chili's
0: ones, you have to watch out for those ge- the, the geese. Oh, yeah, the geese. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, was it Lucille and Desi? I think they got named. <laughs> so is it,
1: is it affordable to buy one of those? It is very.
3: In my opinion, it's very affordable. Uh, the, the motor, of course, is the cost. Ah, yeah. yeah, And then, imagine. you know, I mean, so... You can look and scale it. There's payment plans available, so I, I would consider it, especially. It's not so fun. I mean, now, if,
2: now everybody's going to be. They're going to see all these pontoon sales rising. <laughs> yeah, sure, right. The right well, advertising it the yeah. more, you know, the more
1: the barri- Buy yeah. a pontoon yeah. boat. Yeah,
2: <laughs> for you sure. A, you need to like work out a finder's fee or something. Sure. I think, yeah. Well, I
3: mean, it, like I say, it's just such a, <laughs> a, in my opinion, an underutilized. I'm not looking for finder's fees, but, um, but yeah, but I mean, it's it's a truly an underutilized part yeah. of our community yeah. and it's a lot of fun and you know th- like i say there's so many people who say oh you can't get out there mm-hmm. sure you can just do a little bit of research yeah. check it out see what motor fits you and That's uh, really cool it's a lot of fun i think Kinda we
1: just started
0: okay. a trend <laughs> <laughs> uh hey w- w- real quick i've got uh, linda field here and uh, she's joined us now too linda uh, uh, let me linda, the for you. linda. Give me, good morning give me, good morning hold that hold, hold that as close as you can all right all right uh, Linda's here with uh, P.E.O. This is a P.E.O. chapter G.A. Uh, they have 383 million uh, international and U.S. and Canadian um, uh, members of this. and they're, uh, Is that right? That's money. That's Oh, that's how it's money. You, you asked
4: several times how much we had given raised. in loans, oh, wow. grants, and scholarships.
0: $383 million in scholarships. That's crazy. You're right.
4: Oh, but we may have. I would like to say we've had that many members, but members, I, right. that I, know. I don't.
0: I was know. like, that's a big number. You have a lot, big numbers in China and India, I guess. So, but uh, but three hundred eighty three million dollars that's a heck of a lot of uh, of, of scholarship money through the years. Uh, Linda's here uh, to tell us a little bit about their event, though the PEO is, ha- is hosting on Saturday. Uh, it's tomorrow from two to four over at the First United mm-hmm. Methodist Church. And uh, John Moore, if you read the Carol Daily Times, uh, he is his column appears. Regularly in uh, the Daily Times, it's now on the lifestyle page. Is that right?
4: It's on the living section, living section. of this Saturday edition.
0: Right, because they kicked off. Uh, they kicked out uh, Joe Herring. So no, right. not really. Yeah. he
4: took a vacation.
0: He took a vacation. <laughs> he took a vacation. He campaign for office. Right. So, uh, tell us a bit about John Moore. What's what's he gonna? What's he gonna well, do? Are you gonna John, sing songs for you guys or anything? I or?
4: don't think he said anything about singing. All but right. John, of course, is a newspaper columnist. Column, columnist. Uh, he's also a book author. He has three books. His newest is puns for grown G R O A N people. Nice. Um, huh. yeah, he grew up in uh, Southwest Arkansas, but now lives in Tyler, Texas. And he really reflects back on the sixties, the seventies, and the eighties. Things that perhaps our other guests might. Mm, They might have been real little when (laughs) when those dates occurred. Um, He talks about the simpler life, things with a wit and wisdom. And he entertains in his news articles as well as from the stage. So he talks about the extraordinary In the ordinary day of life. That's gonna
0: be a good. That's gonna be a good show. By the way, I I talked to my grandmother uh, who turned 100 years old on Monday. Wow. We asked her the question. uh, Yeah, we asked her the question. um, Grandma, you can bring one person back from the dead. Uh, It's either gonna be um, Elvis or Sinatra for a one-time concert. Who do you bring back from the dead? She's like Elvis. What are you talking about? Oh Oh, heck yeah! She's like, and this is the funniest part of it was that she said. To her, Elvis was, um, she saw Elvis three times, uh, twice oh. in his prime. She goes, I saw Sinatra when he was an old man. And my grandma's very, very, yeah. There's very few things that she has some opinions about. She's still mad, by the way, that in the seven, actually in the 80s, that she went out one day and bought us, my brother and I, brand new shoes. And then she made the, the mistake of taking us to the bumper boat rides with oh. these brand new shoes. And she's 100 years old, and she's still angry about that. To this day. <laughs> did they get wet? Oh, yeah. They were soaked. They were completely soaked. <laughs> okay. So, yeah.
4: Well, one of the questions you asked the mm-hmm. last time right. over here is, what did I remember? And I remember the classic cars.
0: The classic cars are your um, your thing. That is? Like a Datsun B210? Oh,
4: well, no. <laughs> no. How about a 56 T-Bird? Wow. Wow. Anyway.
0: Uh, 56 t but you must have been like four years old, though, or uh, t- uh, two years old, maybe, a year old. Maybe five. Maybe five. Uh-huh. Did
4: they have the white
1: wool tires?
0: Yes. Yes. Yeah. I yeah.
4: like those white wool And they times. had the, the pretty continental kit on the back yeah. that held the spare tire. Right. But we do have a, <laughs> a classic car club that is shared between Fredericksburg and Kerrville. Right. But that's really, you know, we would go to the drive-ins, and we'd check out the, the guys, you know, in their...
0: Their their cars. Souped-up cars. cars right. and you not a, not like a 68 uh, Camaro, but it uh, could have been. It could have been. Okay. If Is you could that have what you had? No. No, I had a Volkswagen bug. Well, that was good too. No, it wasn't. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the girls didn't like it? Uh, look, I'm just going to say it, 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 there's just the, there's an inconvenience to a Volkswagen bug with girls. But just girls. think
4: of the the uh, gas you were saving. Uh, well, yeah, but it would not <laughs> yeah,
0: true. True. I had a fantasy by the way. I was flying out of, I was flying into uh I thought this would be a great o- opportunity. We flew into San Diego last weekend, and they have – when you get out of the airport, they have, like, a pretty steep, like, almost San Francisco-esque grade that you have to, like, go up to get on the freeway. And it stops right there at the top of it. And that stop is, like, if you drove a a, – manual transmission back in the day how terrifying that would have been you know to get the pedals just right Mm i was like that should be an event on the amazing race you're gonna drive (laughs) okay first things first you have to drive a manual transmission but drive a 1969 volkswagen bug (laughs) (laughs) four speed
3: no power steering no power steering
0: no power steering no no nothing right and get up that hill Get up that hill. That you know, be- Lewis,
2: actually, my first vehicle was a 66 Bug. Nice. And growing up in Santa Cruz, we went to San Francisco a lot. So I got really good about balancing the yeah. clutch That is right at the top of, you know, Depot Hill or something. Yeah. You are you know, you're trying not to roll back and bump the person behind yeah. you. So I, I know what it's you mean. <laughs> it's, it's a, a skill. It's a skill. It is a skill and beyond not belief. many people can drive standard anymore? No, not at all. Yeah. I uh,
1: think if,
3: of that movie
2: Herbie Rides Again. Yes. <laughs> Herbie Rides Again. <laughs> right. Uh, Herbie Rides Again. Yeah, absolutely. I thought of that movie. So there you go. Did
0: they see. <laughs> a 66 bug by the way. That's a good year for the Volkswagen bug. Yeah, I've had four. Have I've, you really? Yeah. you collect oh, them? Had,
2: I've had 7, 8 Volkswagens between yeah. my wife and I and Yeah. four of them have been bugs. 62, 64, 66 and then I then I went off script and got a Super Beetle, which was a bad idea. That yeah. was sort of a dark day. But uh yeah. The Super yeah. Beetle was like the,
0: like, really the bad, uh, like the really bad, like the really bad. Like it was like fuel huge. injected. they were kind of goofy, yeah. though. You
2: know, they yeah. had like padded steering wheels and they're a little bit higher. And they had, uh-huh. and they were just. I mean, yeah, it wasn't my cup of tea. I like the old ones better. My I, two yeah. best friends
0: growing up, uh, one had a, a '66 ragtop. Oh yeah, you know, and I'd love uh, have one of those right now. Yeah, that was. I mean, those, those are
4: popular even today. Oh, those are great. Yeah, those are awesome. You want um, one?
0: Another one had, I think, a seventy that was Also, that was thing you 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 you, you 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 cooked them up basically. You made them look beautiful. Oh, so. yeah. oh yeah. Um. Anyway, do you do you have a favorite car? Oh uh, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. Oh, no. Hold on a second here. <laughs> oh, no. She's a favorite wait, boat. <laughs> wait a minute here. Okay, Kristen's got the greatest car of all time. She has. She okay. Let me say this. I have pictures of it. <laughs> I need to put it on Instagram. It should have its it own should Instagram account. It.
3: You should, you should, it should have its own Instagram <laughs> it account. It
0: is a 1999 it's Cadillac a, DeVille, right? Nice. Coupe DeVille de excellence. Nice. Right. Classic. It is like uh, if, if you drove up in that car <laughs> and people are like, and you're like, get in. And if you said somebody to get <laughs> in the back seat, you're like... No, sit right here. That, you, you people think you were in the mafia. Yeah, it
3: it truly does look yeah. like that. But you know what? It's paid off. I got it from a, an older dentist, retired dentist here in oh, town, wow. and uh, you know he, he he took great care of it. That's how you. It's, high, a, it's that's, immaculate. That's one
0: of the best things about living in Kerrville. Yeah. Is is you can get, you have some old person who has driven like ten times in their, in the last ten years. <laughs> I, mean, I think years. he bought it brand new. All right. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So I
3: think I had the original owner. So, yeah, but it is, it's is—it's sort of a spectacle. What color? Gold. Oh, it's nice. got a black rag top with tinted windows. <laughs> oh, <are> yeah. Barely <laughs> legal. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and so here's the thing, though. Get this, Linda. She So she we're this Adventist Shriner, right? And she parked it like she backed it in, like she worked in the oil fields. But she kind of backed <laughs> it in. Grew up in a ranch. She backed <laughs> it in like at an angle. It was ultimate gangster. It was pretty awesome. So I I Sounds awesome. I think you should <laughs> give rides in it.
3: It's yeah. Its nickname is Mac Daddy.
0: My vehicles have names. Yeah. <laughs> Bow feathers, Mac Daddy. <laughs> Mac Daddy. Yeah, it might, it might be the best car in, in, in Texas.
3: Oh, uh, it's pretty funny. No, yeah. my actual favorite vehicle is a pickup truck. Is that right? That's yeah. That's, kinda yeah, what yeah, I that's grew kind of. That's kind of with. <laughs> like yours, yeah. Right. Yeah, I've got a pickup, uh, yeah. North Dakota. But yeah. I just want to have
0: here. a minivan. That's all w- So you had bugs, yeah, pickups and, pickups, and a uh, pa-
3: Cadillacs, and an e-bike, right? An <laughs> <And> e-bike, e-bike. <laughs> right, right. Uh, I balance look, out my e-boat. carbon footprint. E-boat, <laughs> yeah, right. e-bike, yeah. flying airplane, yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. Your foot, your carbon footprint is all over the place. Yeah,
3: it's all over the map. That's you know, I'm promoting Clampet Oil. Yeah. I thought you
0: were wearing a Wu Tang Clan uh, shirt from me. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's
3: I didn't. You know, I'm representing California oil interests. Right. I guess there you go, I, don't I guess. Really <laughs> Where did, where did they come from to move to Beverly Hills? I think they came yeah. from Oklahoma. Did they come from? Yeah, oh, yeah. well, that makes yeah. sense. I think sense, they're so. Yeah, I still yeah. support fossil fuels. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> you know, what's interesting about, about that, a true story, in Beverly Hills High School, actually had a working pump jack that, oh, really? that had royalties attached to it that it made like $90,000 a year or something like that uh-huh. in royalties, and they finally closed it down. Oh. And and there's so much oil under that school that apparently they could they could let that thing up for years. But it did stink, so <laughs> it had to <laughs> go. <laughs> but uh <That's> too <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. so Linda, uh yes. all right, give us the give us the pitch for uh, John Moore.
4: Well, it's tomorrow, as you mentioned uh-huh. earlier. This is at the first United Methodist Church. The uh tickets are ten dollars. Uh I say that's a deal today. Yep. It's two to four PM and um we look forward to seeing everybody there tomorrow. Uh, we right. have sold a great number of tickets but we still have room for more. That particular fellowship hall holds 300. It would be wonderful if we could Is the fellowship, fellowship hall is
0: that is that, in, is that the main church or is that inside is that another part of the of No, the
4: it is At one time it was the gym but gym they have changed it, it to over a, to, a to a lovely fellowship hall with a stage and Podium, and uh, but it it, you enter through the main lobby, and uh, there's a short hallway then down to Fellowship Hall. All right, and there are refreshments, and of course the book signings done by John Moore.
0: All right, Uh, John Sawyer, uh, give us your pitch on the uh, last part of the. Actually, I need to keep that because I need to write a little story about that. Uh, Tell us, give us, give us an update on your event and what to expect.
2: Well, you can expect a lot of learning. Yes. Hot topics, water rights, fence law, ranch economics, wildlife management, tax valuation. Uh, It's Saturday, April 2nd from 9 to 4 at Shriner University. Um, It is an inaugural event, so it's going to be great. We're expecting to have a couple hundred people out for that. Um, If you have not RSVP'd, do so today. Uh, As of last check, we had 66 of the 100. We still have... Oh, f- almost four weeks to go so I think we're gonna hit that hundred mark hopefully here in the yeah. next couple of days so RSVP to get entered to uh, get premium seating complimentary lunch and a chance to win grand prizes but if for nothing else honestly the most important reason come out to learn from these experts in these yeah. fields mm-hmm. national and state level speakers and uh, we're really expo- excited about the event and um, you know really hope hope it, it it offers a lot of value to to landowners uh, local residents, you know anybody who's interested in moving to the Hill Country or anywhere in Texas for that matter, hey. come out, learn, and uh, have a good time.
0: And where
1: do they RSVP again?
2: Oh, thank you, Century Twenty One The Hills dot com. And so. it's
0: C Twenty One has actually put the link into the show notes, and oh, so there wonderful. you go. Wonderful. J.K. Bernhardt Construction, Steel Frame Solutions, The Creek Boutique, and Capital Farm Credit are your sponsors. Yes, so. sir. Thank you Very to good. them
2: for. For making this event possible, very excited. And
0: we have a Killdeer Mountain Manufacturing update. Michelle Martinez saying that her son was hired by Killdeer and starts Monday. Awesome. So fantastic. So welcome I mean, you are you still looking? How do I find a job there?
3: Okay, so you can go on Kild- net dot com, and then just go to the hiring section. There's a tab that you can um, there submit your application, and you'll likely receive some communication from Tiffany. Okay, or all right, Justin, great, awesome.
0: great deal. Uh, what did you learn today, uh, Jacqueline? Jurassic uh,
1: I learned that there is a lake. I learned that I'm going to come for that wonderful boat ride Indeed. here soon. And um, we're going to start a new trend, Party Boats in R- Kerbal. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and without fail, we are going to come to that wonderful event. Yes. Farm and Ranch, which we're excited about. Yes. And we're going to have to bring a big pad to take lots and lots and lots of notes. Lots
2: of and notes.
1: And, of course... Come, Come, to tomorrow. The Come tomorrow. Come signing right. signing yes, right. tomorrow.
2: Right. Yes.
4: Right. At the United Methodist Church. Right. He's also talking.
0: He's, uh, talking.
2: he's got
4: a special presentation. Long, yes. you know, which will be about an hour. So.
0: Wonderful. Uh, Lester Pearson saying that he's missing Delane. Delane will be back on Thursday. So uh, we have uh, so, uh, Delane is just she's been busy. She's playing golf. <laughs> Look, Delane's life right now, you talked to Delane, right?
3: Oh, yeah. And I she's mean, like the rock is, star of Doyle. Yeah, uh, she's, she's running Doyle. Yeah. She's the
0: Doyle president. She's got a new grandbaby. Uh, she plays golf. And she's got to take care of Mike. I mean, and the new dog. So she's busy. Uh, she's a very busy lady. So Delane will be back with us next Thursday as well for her stuff. Okay, everybody, thanks a lot for joining us. Uh, we appreciate everybody. Have a great weekend. Um, there's so much to do this weekend if you love live music. Jesse Daniel over at uh, Arcadia Live uh, tonight. Uh, Landon Lloyd Miller over at Trailhead uh, tomorrow. He's really good. Uh, it's just And then uh, the, the, the the trumpet people are playing here who are not trumpet players. They're the <laughs> trumpet right. people. The, Trump. the, the great trumpet yeah, the is playing <laughs> here right. as well. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thanks a lot for joining us. We'll see you guys again on Monday. Oh, by the way, Monday, uh, Andrew Gay and Greg Richards are taking over the show. Uh, and Tuesday Carrie Wilt will be uh, running the show because I'll be gone so uh, we'll talk to you guys next week thanks a lot Thank thank you thank you